0: Welcome back to the Kettle Menu Podcast. I'm Caroline Rose, the founder and CEO of K-Rose Company in cattle Menu. Thank you for joining us on this episode. I'm excited to bring you these conversations each week filled with relatable advice and techniques you can take back to your operation. It's my mission to make sure that we can ranch in the next generation. Make sure and subscribe where you're listening so you never miss a new episode. Welcome back to another episode of the Cattleman You Podcast, and I'm your host, Caroline Rose. Today, we're doing something a little bit different. A good majority of the K. Rose Company team is together in person in Montana. So we're going to turn the tables, and they are going to ask me some questions dying questions that they've had about business, personal, and all the things. So you'll get to hear from several team members during this episode, and we thought it would just be a little bit of variety for you guys, and I think they're pretty excited to ask some of these questions. First up, we have Hannah, who is the office manager for both K-Row's company and The Rancher's Daughter. So thanks for being here, Hannah. Thank you. I'm excited to be on why don't you just start asking away? My first question for
1: you is, which season do you look forward to the most?
0: Well, if we're talking about seasons such as like summer, fall, winter, I think that's what the question is. Um, I can talk about life seasons too, but I really love summer because I didn't think that I had seasonal depression until the very first (laughs) long day in Montana, a nice day. And now that I live... In Kalispell, majority, it's very dark in the winter up here, and so I really enjoy summer. Summer is also the slower season for K-Rose Company, so I enjoy that, but I have a little addiction to the fall and when we start to sit in sale barns and buy cattle, so that is probably my favorite season of the year is just when I get on the road and I'm starting to ship cattle. I really like when the nights get cooler and the leaves change. And then probably season of life, I talked a little bit about this on my personal episode that I did, we'll put that in the show notes, but I'm very much looking forward to being a mom of babies. Of course, I have no kids, and I don't know what it will be like when they get older, but I love the little baby season, and so I'm very excited for when that is part of our life. Which of your current routines has saved you the most? Well, I'm terrible at routines, <laughs> so I think the whole team knows that, and they're probably laughing. Um, I recently implemented a daily opening list and a daily closing list in my own life, which sounds funny, but Hannah sometimes works at the store with us, so she knows that that's part of the store routine for our team members, and it actually has been really intentional for me to like wake up and have this list of things, and it feels like a long list, but it doesn't really take me that long. That I just know if I do that right, kind of the rest of the day is going to go well. And it's much better than like rolling out of bed into a meeting or running late, which is pretty typical of me. Um, So I have really enjoyed that routine. I'm only about two weeks in. And so it has taken some ebb and flow because I have spent some time at the ranch. We put in cedars and my cows and some things like that. So learning how to do it on the road, that's just as effective at home. But I would say I'm really enjoying that routine right now. And it has saved, I think, that like time in the morning where I can start off on a bad foot. I like that. I love starting with
1: a routine. You have a lot of businesses. So which one are you putting the most effort into right now?
0: Okay, physical effort <laughs> is The Rancher's Daughter. Because we are showing up in the store more often and hosting like in-person events. It's summer in the Flathead near Glacier. We are shipping a lot of boxes. We have a lot of tourists coming in. So that's like really fun. That feels like more the physical energy that I'm putting in. I would say the mental energy is definitely going to Menu right now. We have the Menu launch, which is coming up, which we're really excited about. Um, We're hosting three She's a Hand Ranch camps in 2024. So we're solidifying all of that. We are hosting a fall event. I'm not sure whether I can say that or not. Jordan will be on the podcast and she'll let me know if I'm <laughs> allowed to announce that. Um, but I feel like a lot of my creativity energy and my like brain power energy is definitely going to cattlemen There's
1: a lot of exciting things coming up. My last question for you is what do you wish you would have implemented in the office workflow eight years ago when you started?
0: organization in every sense of the way (laughs) I think when Hannah first came to work for us I had I don't know thousands of emails in my inbox and I'm a person that even today we as we're all together they'll say I can't find this and I can log into email pretty quickly and find stuff but I just had like pages of emails and so Figuring out just like organizing that, organizing Google Drive, like where I'm a notes person, so like where to put my notes and where to put invoices. And all of that is something that I feel like we're on the track to implementing, but that will make my life so much easier when I'm not scrolling and trying to find things all the time and everything has a place. So that is something I wish I started from day one, but we'll we'll start now and get it figured out. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Next up, we have Alex, who is the internal social media manager. So she runs the social media for K-Rose Company and The Rancher's Daughter. And then she helps us strategize on email marketing as well. And she plays a little role in clients from here and there. Kind of whenever we need fresh, creative ideas, she comes in and assists on clients. And so thanks for being here, Alex, and welcome to Montana. I'm excited. So my
2: first question for you, this is going to be... Very tricky since you kind of do all things marketing. But which of our marketing techniques do you think help our customers the most since we have a broad
0: range? Oh, which ones help our customers the most? Well, I think the thing that I'm really passionate about is making sure that there is convertible data on all of our marketing. So it feels like when you market, it's like throwing a fishnet out. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times people reel in, but the net has holes and so they really never know what they should have caught or what was supposed to be in there. And so I like being able to like cast a wide net and do a really great job marketing. But when it comes in, like we're counting every single kind of fish. Like we know exactly where people are coming from. Data driven. Yes, all of that. So I really enjoy that piece in our marketing strategy and like specific things. I love Facebook ads. I'm a huge believer mm-hmm. in Facebook ads.
2: Okay, I love that. I know you love Facebook ads. I think that's also one thing that separates us. Is We're really good at Facebook ads. And a lot of people aren't aware of how to utilize Facebook ads. So my second question, what is one of the biggest mistakes you have seen in small business owners or producers? Kind of across the board.
0: I think the biggest mistake is people don't view it as a business. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people when they start off, they want it to be the lifestyle. And they're not paying attention to expenses and how to even make an income. Sometimes people come to me and they like have a business, but there's no revenue generating piece. I'm like, if you're a business, like someone is exchanging money for one of something, Mm -hmm. an item, a service. And I think that the other mistake that I see a lot is people start businesses to make money instead of doing something that people need. So filling a hole or doing something they're really passionate about. And while it's great to make money, right, we're all in that game. But if you just chase dollar signs you're going to get burnt out you're not going to love it so instead like build something that you're really passionate about and you're filling a gap in the industry or in society and i think that's the way to kind of have something you love that also makes good money
2: that's perfect i think if you're filling a need then you'll always be successful okay this one i'm very excited about what was the turning point in your business <laughs>
0: Well, it feels more like a set of stairs versus a turning point. But it almost feels like it's like there's been like little humps. You know, the first full-time employee was a hump. Yeah. Um, The first like monthly customer that was paying us on a steady basis was a hump. And I really think the turning point just in general was when I actually learned to work, which sounds really funny, but probably the first three years... (laughs) I spent a lot of time thinking I was working, but I actually wasn't doing much work. And I can notice that now. Mm -hmm. But back then, I thought I was really hustling. And so I think like the moment I realized what are the things that only I can do and how can I move the needle and spending time doing that is really important versus just busy work.
2: Yeah, I think I think you're really good at like delegating and like being where you need to be because you know what you're good at. So I love that. What has been your favorite part of our company retreats so far? We're almost on the last day.
0: <laughs> I love having everyone in Montana. Mm-hmm. Um, we've done these for four or five years now and they, they're not always in Montana, but it seems like a natural spot now that we have this store because we do have some crossover team members, but everyone works virtually. Mm-hmm. And so it's really nice to be in the same room and to be able to talk about the bigger things and kind of dream and, it's amazing what we can do with five computers open. One person sending emails, one person searching, you know, one person brainstorming, one person doing a budget. And so I really enjoy that piece. And I think sometimes I take for granted how pretty this area is. hmm you do. And it's, <laughs> it's really nice to have everyone fly in and kind of be like, wow, look at where you live. And we just forget that.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I've loved, because this is my first year with k Row, so I've loved, like, getting to actually meet everyone. Because I know everyone's personalities, but now it feels like, you know, team bonding. It's really nice. Yes, it's
3: great. Are you a ranch wife, mother, daughter, or solo entrepreneur? Do you sometimes feel like you're walking your path alone? We see you and we are you. Creating a passionate, proactive community of ranch women has been our main goal here at Cattlemen U. We're accepting new members for Cattlemen U membership this June, from the 26th through the 29th, with doors opening on June 25th for those on the waitlist. The membership is perfect for you or any ranch women who wants to be a part of a community of movers and shakers. Not only that, but Cattlemen U members get first access to all Cattlemen U in-person events this fall and the summer of 2024. Sign up for the waitlist today at cattlemenulive.com backslash join and get 20% off when you become a member.
0: Next, we have Ambria, who Ambria does live in Montana here with us, and she manages the Kettleman Menu podcast and helps on that front, and then she was a key player in She's Hand Ranch Camp, and so she kind of fills in. She plays a little bit on the office and support side as well as the marketing side, but her big role is the podcast, so thanks for being here. Thank you so much for having me. It's great to be on the side of it. Great. Why don't you start off with your questions?
1: So my first question is, what have been some of your most memorable moments on this podcast?
0: I just remember interviews in particular and finishing in interviews and being like, wow, people are really going to resonate with that. Of course, the Mary Pat Sass one is a podcast that I think a lot of people loved, and I loved it. She was really vulnerable about like her role in motherhood. The other ones that I like are ones that I get to do solo. It's kind of hard for me to talk solo because I run out of things to say, which is not normal. But I really like when I can open up a little bit. So probably most memorable moments are when I can be a little bit more vulnerable.
1: Yeah, those are always my favorite ones to edit too. (laughs) If you could have any guests join you on this podcast, who would it be?
0: Oh, geez. I mean, besides Jesus, right? I think that's the the obvious answer.
1: So many questions.
0: Yeah. Um, Oh, I think Temple Grandin would be a great person to have as um, an interview guest. I don't know that she does podcast interviews. She, of course, has taught Inside Kettleman U. The other thing, too, is I really like guests who are going against the grain. So anytime someone has a story that through some hardships usually, but anytime someone is just like really putting in the work, that is someone that I always want to talk to.
1: Absolutely. Those are always my favorites to listen to. Um number three, what topics are you looking forward to discussing in our next podcast season?
0: We just went over season three and kind of what's going to be included. Maybe it's season four. Season four. Oh it is season four. Okay, great. <laughs> And one thing that we are going to talk a lot about, we are going to bring in some marketing. Of course, it's the fall. We'll be in the fall run. I love that topic. But we are going to be talking a lot about individual roles. And an interview that I'm so excited, fingers crossed, happens is my brother. Because my brother talks a lot about how Kelsey, his wife, went from kind of his right-hand woman to the mother of his children and how that has looked different and how he utilizes her strengths in multiple different ways. And so I'm really excited. We're going to talk to multiple people in that kind of realm. So like, you know, father daughters or siblings or three generations, just about how we're balancing different roles and how we're handing things off. And so I'm really excited for that.
1: Oh, definitely. So am I. I think that would resonate with a lot of people, especially myself. And lastly, my question for you is where is the strangest location you have conducted a podcast interview and please be truthful
0: uh definitely my vehicle (laughs) where at in my vehicle one time i was in glendive montana on the side of the road it was dark And I was in a very sketchy gas station parking lot that did not have a single light. So I kept having to try and make my truck lights. So I'd pause my audio, open my door and shut my door. (laughs) It was like 11 o'clock at night. It was freezing outside. So the windows were freezing up and I was trying to finish a podcast.
1: I think we all have sketchy gas station stories, but that one definitely tops it.
0: Well, thanks for being here. Thank you so much. Next up is Jordan, who is the Cattlemenu manager, and she recently moved to Montana, as in this week, so she is a new Montana, not resident yet, but we're going to make it that way, and um, so Jordan handles everything involved inside Cattlemenu, so she is the spearhead for the membership. She's the hand ranch camp, the planner, the profit finder, and kind of all of those big activities, and then also she's a crossover employee, so she will be spending some time this summer in the rancher's daughter, which we're excited to have her in the store and supporting us in Kettleman U. So thanks for being here. I'm super excited. I have some really fun questions for you. So my first question
3: is, what has surprised you most about the creation and kind of journey of Kettleman
0: I think what has surprised me most is when I started Kettleman I really thought Kettleman U was going to be a platform for people to just go from a break-even business to a profitable business, which is something I'm pretty passionate about. But it has really evolved into making sure women know that they belong in agriculture. And it's interesting because the more interviews that we do, the more people that come to She's a Hand Ranch Camp, the more I hear how much that matters is for them to feel like they're welcome, for them to feel supported and encouraged. And so it's really exciting to have that piece. And the other thing that I didn't realize that I was missing, I think as well as the K-Rose team was like, we love the in-person community. And as soon as we got done with She's Hand Ranch camp, the whole entire team was like, wow, that was a lot of work. And we have to do that again. It was like a no brainer, no, you know, nothing like immediately everyone there like shook their head and they're like, yes, we are going to do that again. And so I just love that we're building like an in-person community and that we get to be like. Pretty risky in allowing people to come to the operation. So that's something that I really am surprised about in the growth of Kettleman U is just the direction it's headed and the impact we get to make on the industry.
3: I moved to Montana because we're in So, <laughs> leading to the next question, which is a great segue. What is your favorite resource that is provided to Kettleman U members?
0: Ooh, geez, I should have read these over before. Um, I really like the profit panel. And I've talked a little bit about this before. So this is where we get every speaker back together, including myself, and we brainstorm. It's probably what I think is the most underutilized resource that we have inside Tick Kettle Menu. But as someone who's gone to a lot of conferences, I hate the feeling of leaving a great speaker and you kind of marinate on it a little bit and then you have a question. Or you're like, did I remember that right? That doesn't make sense. Or... Do you think this is possible? And the fact that we get all the speakers back together and anyone can ask questions, I just love that piece. And also, it's really cool to connect with the speakers. Sometimes, I mean, we have speakers from all over because we want that, like California, Florida, New York, like everywhere. And so I'm not sure all of them know of each other. So it's really cool for them to be in the same room, Zoom room together. And also I think it gives them confidence to know like other people are agreeing with your research or agreeing with the methods.
3: Switching gears a little bit, how do you stay motivated in an industry that can be difficult at times?
0: The industry can be very difficult. Um, I think motivation comes by just like every day I wanna be a little better and I wanna make an impact on the world. And that sounds like pretty cheesy, but I totally saw it at ranch camp and just the transformation. And I see it inside Kettle Menu members. We actually just had someone message us on Instagram about they feel like they got a a lot more for their calves based on the knowledge they learned inside Kettle Menu. And I love that side. So I think that all of like those pieces impacting making a change on the industry and also letting people know that like, If you impact one person, it's important. And I think sometimes we want to impact everyone and we forget that it starts just one at a time.
3: That's awesome. A fun question to end it. If you could change it all right now and be anything you want to be, what would you be? Kind of your part-time dream job, anything.
0: Yeah, Annie Downs did this on Instagram and I really (laughs) loved it. She was like, if you're in your world's calling, what else would you be doing if you had another 40 hours? Totally a barista. I don't know why, but like in a drive-thru hut, I would love to welcome people, make their coffee, and every time like they go and get stuff, I tell to my husband, I'm just going to go to Starbucks. (laughs) I never have, but I keep threatening that one day you're going to see K-Rose in Starbucks because I decided that was a better option. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) Well, thank you for being here, Jordan, and thanks for moving to Montana. Any
3: time. do you need a new website designed logo for your business or help with social media did you know that Rose company is a full service design and marketing company we do everything from websites to logo designs consulting and social media we'd love to support small rural businesses like yours Reach out today at K backslash rural dash business dash
0: marketing to get your quote. The next guest that we have with me is Grace, who is our summer intern. And she's coming to us from Kansas, which as many of you know, I went to Kansas State University my first semester of college. So of course, we love Kansas around here. And Grace's role is content creation. So all things photo and video and then transforming them into magic. She has had quite a month in her internship. We have done, of course, she's in ranch camp. She's worked at the ranch a couple days, done a ton for the rancher's daughter, So lots of travel, lots of different things. She got stuck in summer country with my dad and brothers, um, which I felt bad about, but lots of fun activities. So far, we did a muley roping. And so Grace is here in Cowspell for the summer and just has the camera out 24-7, which we really enjoy. So thanks for being here.
4: Yeah, of course. We have been on the road, but it's been great. And I'm looking forward to the rest of the summer. So jumping into the first question... What is one of your most memorable moments while being at the sale barn?
0: Oh, memorable moments being at the sale barn? I have like a not so good story that sticks out in my mind. I accidentally bought a calf. I think it was the auctioneer's mistake, but of course my dad said it was probably my mistake. And it was when the market was low. And I think I paid like $2 for this calf or $1.99. And I meant to pay 99 cents. It was the highest price calf of the entire day. And this thing was like a dink. And so I had to go to the office ladies, embarrassingly tell them that I didn't mean to buy the calf. And then they ran the calf back into the sale barn. And the auctioneer was like, are you looking? Do you see what this calf's value should be? It was so embarrassing. I literally left crying, which never <laughs> happens. I called my dad. I was like, I'm never going back to that sale barn. If you guys follow me, I do go back to that sale barn, so you might be able to guess which sale barn it is, but uh, I do pay a little closer attention, and I've gotten a little thicker skin.
4: That's like when you were a kid, and you always thought that you were accidentally going to like raise your hand and buy one. Um, so kind of going off that, how old were you when you first attended a sale?
0: I was young. My dad used to take us all the time to just sit at the sale barn with him, and it was actually really interesting that she's at Hand Ranch Camp. My dad was trying to show someone the bud box, and I said, "Why don't you make them stay in your pocket?" And that is what I remember as a child: walking up and down the sale barn in the pen to check the kettle out, and my dad would say, "Make sure you stay in my pocket," which meant he wanted us right on his hip. And it was funny because I haven't thought of that saying in fifteen years. But immediately when I knew someone was not feeling as confident in the bud box, I was like, "Dad, just say those words, and they'll stick right there." And so, I mean, I remember as little as possible, and. My dad takes Jason and Ellie sometimes to the sale barn, and there's a coal cow buyer in Three Forks that Ellie really likes, so Ellie is three, and she comes, no, Ellie's four, shoot, Ellie's four, and she um, she goes and stands next to him, and she's just talking this poor guy's ear off why he's trying to buy a cat. I mean, this is what he does full-time, and then the other day, he was bidding on something, and Ellie looks, and she's like, that one's ugly. and um he was like oh you don't think I should buy it and she's like no look at that thing (laughs) so um at four she already has an eye for cattle
4: oh man yeah they're still in that age where they need to stay in the pocket
0: but my next question actually
4: was about them and how you've seen your niece and nephew contribute to the ranch even being such a young age and how you've just seen them grow throughout the years
0: well I think one thing is it really helps us remember why we're ranching. So. You know we've had a couple really tough winters and some things like that with my dad's cancer journey and stuff. And it's like we're ranching for them. Like we want to make sure that they have the opportunity. The other thing that I really enjoy is like everything's a learning opportunity. So when I'm driving down the alley with them in the side by side, you're pointing out every breed. You're talking about do you see this one? You're talking about the eyes on that one. And it's really cool to bring them all into the educational piece and actually my sister-in-law is going to homeschool them next year that's the plan so I'm really excited to be able to take them with me more and like we do tons of mental math at the sale barn and all of that but the other thing that I really want like Ellie to make sure that she knows in particular is like she is so valuable like no matter what skill set she has her creativity kind of her sass the fact that she wants to wear dresses, shipping cattle, like all of that is really needed. And Jason is beyond smart. So he's probably going to need to run our books when he's like 12. And I just love seeing them like find something that they really enjoy. Jason actually has his first heifer this year. And so it's a Charley heifer and he's really, really excited. So my brother took him some ear tags and he's going to write up the ear tags and we're going to AI him this week. So I love that they get to be there And be hands on and have opportunities that we didn't have because we didn't grow up there. And so I'm excited to watch them grow. Yeah, I
4: remember writing ear tags always being such a stressful job. Like don't mess up, make sure it's perfect numbers. But going back to pictures, what are some moments when you've been at the ranch? And it's one of those moments where you're like, I need to pull out my phone and take a picture of this. Like sunrise, sunset, when do you find yourself kind of? look at those moments.
0: Yeah the prettiest picture on the ranch I think is like late May early June when the sun is setting and it's up you can see Lone Mountain. I've taken several of them and the cows just look perfect. The grass is long and green and one thing that my dad and I do a lot in the spring is like get in the side by side and just go talk about each cow and where she came from and you know who her mother was and who her grandmother was and her flaws and what we should breed to help correct those flaws. And we look at her calves and we go and find her daughter and kind of all of that. And I just really enjoy those moments. It's nice and cool and it's so pretty. I have thousands of pictures, but that's like one of my favorite feelings. And it's sort of a this is summer feeling.
4: Yeah, that's great. I've already kind of experienced that. And it's like whenever I'm at the ranch, my camera's out. And there's always something to take a picture of.
0: It's really pretty, even though people are kind of surprised because we don't technically live like in a pretty part of Montana, but it's very unique and there's a lot of really cool, I mean, I think we can see five mountain ranges from the ranch.
4: Yeah, it's been awesome.
0: Well, thanks for being here and spending your summer with us. Of course. Thank you. The last team member that we have today is Grayson, who is head of operations for K-Rose company and also the co-owner of The Rancher's Daughter with me. So she does everything client facing for K-Rose. So if you are a website or logo customer, one of our production sales, she is your main point of contact and she has a whole team underneath her. So thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. Okay. I'm kind of nervous about her questions, but why don't you get started with your questions?
5: Don't worry, I saved easy ones for you. So what passion does Operating the Rancher's Daughter fulfill for you?
0: I think the best part about Operating the Rancher's Daughter is to help us ensure the next generation of ranchers on our operation. So a lot of times we talk about being able to give my dad and brother A kickback of some of the revenue by buying the animals from them. And we want to make sure that's fair market value, so that my niece and nephew can have a role on the operation. And I think even though neither Grayson and I have kids yet, like just knowing that we someday will have the opportunity to provide that for our kids, motivates us to just know that we're doing something right to help the fourth generation stay in business.
5: I 100% agree with that answer. Um, This one's kind of a follow-up to that, but what has been the most enjoyable part of the Rancher's Daughter up to this point?
0: I really love ordering products and I like to find the unique products that I think customers are going to want. And I really like to envision like a whole meal. So what are they going to have alongside their steak and what can they put together and what can they try with their family? And I love finding Montana companies, everything in the Rancher's Daughter is from Montana that maybe don't have like a social media or a website or not well-known. That brings me a lot of joy when I order products that are not in a lot of places or maybe aren't anywhere yet. And we get to kind of be the first to give them some wings.
5: Okay. So I'm going to throw Caroline under the bus for a second. Occasionally when she orders new products, she does not pay attention to whether they are in bulk or actually individually retail packaged. So one time we ended up with 10 pounds of loose bacon chunks in a box, which actually sold really well. People loved it. And then instead of getting packaged salads for lunches, we ended up with 24 heads of lettuce in a box. So she is great at finding new products, but occasionally it doesn't go that well. And I just have to make fun of her for it. <laughs> My next question is, are there any specific goals you would like to reach this summer?
0: Well, I'm very goal oriented, which is a problem. We were just talking about that here at the retreat, but. I always make a summer list. My husband is Bald firefighter. And so they are going to be gone. Of course, during the summer, they do usually two week shifts on fires. And so that leaves me with a lot of downtime to do the deep projects. One thing that I really am working on is getting into a workout routine and getting more steps. It's really easy for me to sit at my computer for 12 hours a day. I have a treadmill desk, I have a Peloton, and I need to make getting some movement second nature especially in the summer when it's nice outside because I think those habits long term are really important and I heard that walking decreases your chance of dementia and I'm really scared of dementia and so I need to walk more but that is one thing that one of my goals and one of my plans for the summer.
5: My last question might make you a little nervous it makes me a little nervous to hear the answer but what is it like being partners with me and do you enjoy it?
0: Yeah, I do enjoy it. That's the first answer. And to be business partners with Grayson is very much like adding fuel to a fire that I start. So Grayson's very good at taking my ideas and implementing them, which is why we work so well together at K Rose, but also at the Rancher's Daughter. I'm definitely a visionary. There's like no doubt, no question about that. And Grayson's very good at saying, okay, so you want us to be at X and here's exactly what we do. The thing too is I just was at a meeting and they talked about co-founders of companies, which I've never really thought about the word founder for us, but they said that when you're in the trenches, it's really lonely if you don't have someone else. And I've noticed that in K-Rose and I have like an incredible team. I mean, you, you've heard most of them today, but I feel like they are in the trenches with me a little bit, but there is something unique about like signing on the dotted line with someone and being like, if this falls down the hill, we're falling together. And in K Rose, I just don't have that. And so there is some really great benefits to having a co-founder and having someone you can dream with. And also someone who can be like, yeah, that was a rude email. Let me respond to that for you. Or like, let me handle this customer. Like, let me support you in the ways. And it sounds kind of funny, but it's very similar to a marriage. It's like when I can give 80%, she might be at 20 and vice versa. And so we can still give 100% even if it takes both of us being at different levels and you know, just seasonality. I got married this winter and so I was out a little bit. I went on a honeymoon. And so having someone who can pick up the slack, who feels as invested as you are really makes it important. I hope you guys enjoyed that as much as I did. I think it's really important to see all the different people that play a role at K-Rose and exactly how they play a role. And so I really enjoyed getting to chat with each one of them today. Of course, there are some K-Rose team members who couldn't be here at the retreat, and we sincerely miss them and we always wish that they could be here but just for whatever reason it didn't work in their schedule so i think you guys heard a lot about what we're doing at k rose company what we're doing at Kettleman U, and the rancher's daughter so i hope that you saw a little insight into our business and we would love to have you as Kettleman U members or have you in montana for she's and ranch camp or our fall event that we will be announcing soon so thank you so much for listening Thanks again for listening to the Cattle U Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and review if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. We are thankful to have you in your community. Like always, remember, the grass is greener where you water it.